What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Blabbity blab blab, butter butter butter. <laughs> Worst one ever. You, it was. You just, gave up halfway you and just, just stopped. No, I didn't. It felt like you just. Oh stopped. no, I stopped where I was supposed to stop. A butter butter. That's what it felt no, like. I gave you three. Oh, you did. That was. Um, that's nice to have in there, Mike, because we can always look to that one in the future as a bar that you should leap over. No, I I believe you'll look back and you'll you will realize what just happened and it was greatness. Blippity blap blap a butter butter butter. Yeah, it. Well, but both, then you started laughing at the end because yeah. even you <laughs> knew how. Both of Weird us it was. I, I felt laughed. like it stopped early. Because you guys don't understand music, and that's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, the artist. Um, no, I just laughed because I knew I, I had no idea what I was going to do, and I'm like, I'm just going to say the word butter a few times, and, and we'll see did. where we get. Okay. I guess that leads into the fact we are drafting the best foods to put butter on. Otherwise, it was even weirder of a scat. If well, it then didn't. I would have said the other fin, or the, I was gonna, the other word, yeah. maybe like elephant. Yeah, well, we'll do an elephant draft soon. Uh, would you rather in life advice on the show today? Thanks for joining us. Episode 230. And uh, excited to be with you. You can follow the show at Spitballers Pod on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, MySpace. You know, mm-hmm. the main ones. And uh, yeah, thanks for telling your friends about the podcast. Your friends, your family. Hopefully you're enjoying it. It's time to get it going. Would you rather? All right, this would you rather question comes from Chloe on Twitter. Would you rather always have too much time on your hands or never have enough? Man, that is a legit philosophical question. Let's talk about the, um, I, I guess, the reaction you would have to both of those situations today. If, it, if you have a day where you are so busy that you don't get to everything you want to do, or you have a day where you are just putzing around because you right. you got too much time in your hands. You're waiting for something to happen. Like the life that I live, that I think all three of us live. We have three children. We run business. We got we're got marathons. Biz, oh, I thought you were busy, saying busy lives. And so when I when this question is read, would you rather have too much time in your hands or never enough time? I feel like I never have enough time. And man, would I love some more time on my hands. It would be wonderful. That sounds so awesome but but i think it's too much of a good thing if you always mm. have time on your hands it means you're not doing anything you're not like i i hate being busy you know but i actually think i love being busy i think that- i think prisoners have too much time on their hands every day sure okay yeah, but yeah, we would have the angle. ability with that time to do things they have you know uh, if i've got time on my hands i still get to choose to go live life with that time right no uh, so i have to do nothing well i mean to be in a position where you have too much time on your hands yes you have to do nothing for some period of time well, i don't think it means if you're doing nothing, something constantly you do not have time on your hands no but it, it, the i think what jason's saying is hobbies if you pick up hobbies because hobbies are designed for when you have time to just I, kind i'm of not doing saying something. you don't get to do anything i'm saying that at the end of the day you've got too much of it 
You can't fill it. Otherwise, the question doesn't work. If you're just filling the day with good hobbies, I choose that one. Right. Because, like, if, I'm, if I've got too much time on my hands, I'm going to find a video game. And I'm going to play it. Which it's not I, right. time on my hands. It's I, too much time. Right. It's because, you know, it's like I never have time to play video games. But then if I'm playing video games all the time. That's it. That wouldn't work. Yes, because you get to the point where, or, or you are doing it, and you get to the point where you are now bored because you've been playing them too much. And you're like, I want to do something else. I've got so much time on my hands. But you, but you have the time to go do something else. That's the, true. No, the, but, but. The biggest problem. Al, can you help Mike along here? I mean, you, you're following me, right? No, I I I, <laughs> I, I was bored with Mike. On yeah, this the question one, is not would you rather be bored or be too busy. The question is would you rather feel like you have too much time. I which, see what Andy's saying, but I don't think that is. You the want to know why? It is absolutely the heart because Andy is right. We are wrong. No, I'm explaining to you why it's the heart of the question. Okay, both of these things are supposed to be putting you in a position where there's an advantage and a disadvantage. My contention would be if you just have as much time to do everything you want to do whenever you want to do it, it there's no disadvantage to that. That's just good. That's just a good life. Unless So you're saying choose a difficult situation or a good life. I'm going to go good life. No, because that when you have too much time and all you're doing are hobbies, you may not feel the fulfillment that like a lot of people get the fulfillment from work, from helping like when your family's around. The and if it's just like, well, I'm going to read, I'm going to play video games, you do get. You can get to a point where you feel like this is trivial. I'm not moving forward the with my life. COVID pandemic showed people what life was like Without. with too much time on their hands, because sure. everybody thought that they would have. Everyone thinks it's amazing, right, to be able to just do whatever you want to do. But then you got bored. I mean, people got bored of watching TV. People got bored of sitting alone in their house to, to play fair, video games. We couldn't do what we wanted to do, though. Well, not necessarily. You I'll give you home. an example. Prior to the COVID pandemic years, people would always say if I had, or by people I mean everyone, but especially me, <laughs> if I just had time to work out. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like It's like, oh, I just don't have time to to work out and then I had nothing but time to work out and those good things I thought I would do like those real healthy productive good things if I only had more time I had the time and the opportunity right I did not do them but I think that that answers your question of what is stopping you from doing those things the answer is not time that's me <laughs> it's myself that's I did, my my problem now with my life of because I rarely have the extra time when you you look forward to it, but then you're not uh, that that muscle memory is not there. So when I have the time, then I Are go you saying you can't enjoy like, it. I don't know what to do right now where my favorite habit is uh, when growing up in my young 20s was video games. And now I'm so far removed from them. I think I still love them. And then I start playing them and I'm like, eh. I don't love this like I used to. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know that. I don't know what you can't to do. give yourself over to them anymore because you right. You you have a mindset that's so filled with responsibility that there is a world where you feel irresponsible. There, yes, indulging in those. At least I struggle with that. It's no. like, okay, I've carved out time to go play video games. Then while I'm doing the video games, I feel like I must be doing something more. I need to do something more important. Yeah, you know, we just did a draft on like the worst parts of being an adult. One of those things, one of the worst parts is the responsibilities. 
But those responsibilities might not be the worst thing. They might be the most fulfilling thing. Ooh. Or it's like an addiction problem. You're addicted to your responsibilities. Mm. I'm, a, I'm addicted to feeling important. Why, why <laughs> when you were 17 playing video games, did you not feel as though you should instead do something that was more responsible? Uh, because I hadn't experienced responsibility. And you didn't really need to. And you weren't staring down the cold embrace of death. Yeah, I mean, that too, which is what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking yeah. right at both barrels. <laughs> look, I got my birthday coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm, you're going to join I'm, my club, Mike. I'm, I'm past the peak. I'm, I'm descending. I got it. Now okay. I'm just trying to figure out so, how, to, how to not fall the down other the other one is, is obviously that you have uh, never enough time. I We just had a weekend with the Super Bowl where genuinely I feel like I time warped. Like we were sure. so busy for Friday, Saturday, Sunday that when we got back to do a podcast on, on Tuesday, it was like, it felt like it had been eight weeks. We were just so busy that in some ways it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to be, have that much activity going on and be a part of things. But I feel like if that was my permanent state of affairs, I would, 10 years would delete in a, in an instant. You'd be so busy. You would not savor anything. And I'm a, I like to savor. Yeah. I, I, I originally, you know, when you when you hear this question, I think I want more time on my hands, and then I quickly switched because I think having important things to do is important. This last weekend was incredible of all these events, all these, uh, you know, no time, no free time on your hands. But then I am back to the OG because no time on your hands, like not not having very little time, but like never enough time. You can't ever relax and have that day of rest, that day of rest is needed. So I think we've got to have too much time on our hands rather than n never enough time. Noah from the website, would you rather find a human stranger living in your attic or 1,000 <laughs> roaches living in your attic? Which, this question is wonderful. Oh, man. So let's uh, let's put you in that house where you were pulling down the, uh, the attic, uh, you know, uh, and you're, you're you poke the head up there. And you just go, oh hey, <laughs> and there's a human. Hello there. What's up? Now I'm at first like the reaction to it is very comedic, but I think I'm very much taking the human. Oh what? Really? No. Yes, easily. I've wow. got a, I've got a good reason for it too. Okay. Very easy to dispose of. Simple. I'm not. And again, Dispo this is a, dispose of. To uh, eradicate. <laughs> to, to eradicate. To eradicate. <laughs> yeah. To exterminate. Yeah. Listen, if I ask a thousand roaches to kindly step off my property via police, they will not oblige. If I ask a human to depart, they will be forced off the property. It will be over. I do not have an infestation. I mean, I have a story to tell people, yeah. but I, they're gone. But how, okay, how long has that person been there? I will not be l paying attention to such details. You definitely will. They, you will remove the person, and then multiple days later, you'll be laying I in did. your bed going, wait a minute, how long has that person I been did there? legitimately, <laughs> and I'm not kidding, I just listened to a true crime podcast where a person found a crawl space in a home, lived there, and would get up at night. And steal the food? And walk around at night, and this the, the oh, wife... No. The wife would tell the husband she hears things. The husband was so furious with the wife for saying <laughs> everything's locked, everything's you know fine. Or like sometimes the doors would get opened, and then they'd blame the wife for leaving them unlocked or the husband. 
Anyways, they were living there a long time. But the call's coming from inside the house. I just feel like from the moment of discovery, I, I, the problem being fixed is easier with the human. The problem, okay, okay. But now let's say that it's a tough situation. Getting rid of cockroaches, I would imagine, is hard. I, I'm pretty sure nuclear war won't do that. <laughs> right. That being said, when I get the cockroaches out of my house through that difficult time, I don't worry at all, ever at night, that they might come back and murder me for kicking them out of their home. Whereas a human is like, that's scary. This person was living there, and now I I evicted them. That's true. He He or she. Well, he or she uh, were equal (laughs) for for burglar. What do you you even call that? Let's be honest. It's not a burglar. Let's let's just be honest. There's only got to be some weird man living in your house. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 we know. They've never caught a... So yeah, we we are the ones who do the terrible things, but it's I uh, yeah. What do you call that? The person uh, like a person who is illegally living inside your house. Yeah, but, but while you while you're there, so it's not like even a squatter's <laughs> rights, and they're squatting on your property, claiming it as trespasser. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, I, I agree. A getting, roommate, getting <laughs> a roommate. <laughs> yes, thanks, Al. Getting rid of the roaches is going to be a whole ordeal. And, I mean, that means I have to call an exterminator. I, have, I guess I have to call somebody either way. But the removal of the roaches will take a while, but then they'll be gone. But there's just, there's there's the mental aspect of there was a person. So that would haunt you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, it would. Yeah. See, when they're gone, I'd just be like, they're gone. I'm not haunted. Okay. So you, you're telling me that the you don't want to live with the ramifications of thinking that what did they see, what did they do? Exactly. Okay. That's fair. I, I That's still, why it's a would you rather question. Yeah, like I moved into a house where, you know, they, they had like a camera system set up. And so I just inherited Not that. Not in the attic, though, I bet. No, no. But I still like, you know, I still have questions like, can they, can know, they access, like, can these they access cameras? this camera system? I don't know. Because they're a human being. Like, I, I want to be able to, you know, as you said, to you can dispose outsm- of. You can outsmart a cockroach. Yeah, I, I want to be able to just uh, murder whatever's in my <laughs> attic. And you want to be do, permitted to do that, and I could do that with the cockroach. I uh, I cannot murder the strain the human stranger as it was. Now Al saying that he would his wife would force a move. Yeah, I can, either way she I, would never be able to sleep in now, a hold house. Hold on, hold on. Let me. I understand. Let me give you uh, more details and see if it stays the same, and then we'll move on. You find somebody living up there, but it's like it's a person who's like in need. Right, they're not trying to violate anything. They've got like a sleeping bag up there and some food, and it's like a. It's a twelve-year-old boy. Okay, well, who's run away? Is it a girl? Uh, it's twelve-year-old girl. She's she she ran away uh, after you know she was left homeless. Her parents. It was a horrific thing. Um, <laughs> I was like, how deep are you need to go yeah, on this? And she was born on. And she she's she found a Libra. Her, she found her way to your attic. Stayed there. And now she's found. Is your wife going to make you move? Yes. What if, what if <laughs> because it was- this human may may have a story like that, but the next human, now that she knows it's a possibility for a human to live in our attic, she would be. Wait, done. but all of the houses you'd move into would have attics. You yeah. just you just put really really big mouse. Would she make up you there. move into an attic free home? I believe those are called bear traps. Just, just like one a, that's never had an intruder before. Just a glass house. <laughs> so, so you can see it's everything. Just, it's next door. Um, yeah, does it change if the person yeah, you guys want to switch houses? No reason. Does it change if, if, My house if they bigger. stayed there for one night? You knew it was one night. That, Would you be moving if it was one night? Uh, 
Probably, yeah. Wow. One one night, if I'm you, getting a deal on that house, if you know for sure, don't bother me at all. If you know for sure, but I don't know. Can you really know? If, no, you can't know. They can lie. Yeah. It's it's no, not a got, cockroach. It's a human. They, they got one of those things on the wall where you scratch the days, and there's only one scratch. <laughs> all right, moving on. Andy from Patreon. Oh, I like your name. Would you rather know every negative thing ever said about you, but not who said it? Or know everyone who has said negative things about you, <laughs> but not know what they are. Oh, this is brutal. Both are torture chambers. Yes. I mean, this is bad. One is the internet, bad. though. The first one's the internet. And we already lived this world. Sure. There is, there is something good to knowing all the bad thoughts people have had. And, I, you know, we, we put out a survey for our company for feedback and... Uh, you know, when you're asking for that, you're going to get a lot of different negative feedback of, oh, I want you to change this or talk about this or stop talking about this. And so you get a lot of negativity, but it can be constructive. Some of it's just stupid, but it could be constructive. If you heard sure. everything bad about you and and you don't know who's saying it, but you get the thousands upon thousands of negative pieces of of comments or thoughts thought about you. And all of a sudden you go, oh, there's a lot of these saying that I'm very selfish. Like a, all of a sudden, it's like, wow, uh, they're, I don't know who, but a lot of different times people think, man, I am really selfish or man, I'm really a jerk. It might surprise you and it might be constructive and helpful and you get to choose who you think is saying it. I, you know what I mean? Like the other it's one. It's not, I mean, you, let, let me put it this way. We are, we have uh, a large social media presence for our two shows. So you've you've had people openly criticize you for a variety of things on the internet for eight years. Mm -hmm. How many of those have been genuinely? And I this I could be completely wrong on this. How many have been things that you have gone home at the end of the day and said, "I need to change that about myself." If I'm thinking through everything I can remember, none. Say <laughs> <laughs> the the example you were laying out was like. How do we improve a product? It wasn't, you have a stupid face. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you, you're <laughs> like, hey, this part of your show could be different. I guess I'm just, because you don't know I, those people. But that, see, that's the issue. They, I don't I don't trust the feedback from people I don't know. But, but if it was feedback from people who know me, everyone in my life, you know, my wife, my but children, you, don't know who you said guys, it. well, that that's what's going to keep me sane is that I don't know who said it, but I, I, I know that so it's So if the you knew around. it was trusted people, you just didn't know their identities. So you're taking this as family, friends. They're submitting a survey. Mm -hmm. You get the that would matter to me. It's, a, that, it's that anonymous. That feedback would 100 percent matter. To I me. would change things based on that. But if it was random people, it wouldn't matter less. No, I don't care about their opinions. Although if all random people had the same exact criticism, yeah. I would pay attention to it. Yeah, like stupid face. Like if a million yeah. people say stupid face, yeah, you gotta get surgery. I'd be like, off, I gotta fix to my the, face. The face store. Mike, uh, which one do you prefer? The second one is just, we've all said negative things about yeah, one another. I mean, it's just it's everybody. Wait, so then, so then this is actually really easy, and it's actually to select the second one and know everyone who's said negative things about you but not know what those things are because it's everyone. Yeah, except for Brooks. Oh, he's too That's kind. true. Brooks has we, never we said know a that negative thing about anybody. Uh, yeah. Have you ever said a mean thing, Brooks? Keep them all inside. Yeah, he keeps them all inside. He <laughs> bottle them, just push them away. There ain't down. no way. Do this they go away? <laughs> Do they eventually fade away, like a like an aroma? Some of them after a while, but. Some oh, that is old. Do you have a list still? 
Uh, it's no, in my, that's it's outside. In my head. <laughs> he just he goes through it though every night. Just and I hate you for this. I hate It'd you. It'd be real for great that. if we had our three producers give us submit anonymous. So we know it's right. just, it's it's just one of, one of three. the three producers, but it's like you don't know which one. Uh, and we, then we would assume they're all owl. We know, <laughs> we know who they're coming from. That's probably true. <laughs> the majority of them. When you get the one where it's like, doesn't put my apple uh, <laughs> knife back properly, then I'll know it's Brooks. All right. Uh, shall we move on? Yes. Spitballers to the rescue. Well, this is our opportunity to uh, give out some some life advice, dish out some of our vast knowledge. Y'all, the wel- reasons why y'all welcome. We are uh, potentially receiving honorary degrees at some point. Mm-hmm. Nothing quite like saying the word honorary wrong <laughs> while you ask for a degree. Yeah, Matthew from Patreon. My wife and I are discussing our future as parents. We have a three-year-old and a newborn. How old will our children have to be to feel comfortable leaving them home for an hour, an afternoon, and overnight? Ooh. This is a great question. This is one that we have endeavored in recent years as our oldest is reaching an age where I can trust him to not burn the house down. It also helps when they are of an age where they have a cellular phone. Yeah, they have to. You have to have a way to be contacted. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a cell phone. You could drop in on any kind of device that's at your house. But Matthew, you're saying I have a three-year-old and then one-year-old, so you're wanting us to do the math based on this. But based on my experience and Andy's experience and Mike's experience, you got one more coming. So <laughs> that clock's gonna be reset. It'll be re- you'll have to reboot everything. So the the challenge for us, like I have uh, Papa Josh here in the office has uh, your situation with just two kids, and they are both about that age gap, and he's left them home for a long time. They're like 15 and 12 now or something, or 15 yeah, and 13. It's been 12 years that he's been leaving them home. <laughs> but they were able to be, like, they're just really mild-mannered and, and chill, and so it was early. Yeah, it's not age. It's about the youngest. To me. Yeah, that's that's where it starts, of course. If the youngest one cannot be contained by the eldest without the potential for violence, to put it, to overstate it, <laughs> yes, <laughs> then there's a problem. So it's like, you know, and there's a huge difference. Overnight, that's where we should make the decision on, you know, you, Jason, you go out to, to meals with your wife all the time. All the time. I leave my kids home all the time. And your kids are 13 uh, and 10? Uh, 13, 13, and 10, and we've been leaving them, you know, probably from, for three years at least. Oh, really? Yeah. I since mean, for like were, a dinner. So since they were 10? Yeah, probably 10, 10, and, and six. Uh, I, we would go out to a dinner and make sure they were set up. Leaving for overnight? That's too long. I think, I think You've if- You've got to have one 18-year-old. Ah, uh, my man. That's not, I think, 20. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like to leave them overnight, yeah. to trust, uh, that feels now we've, so hard. We've done the like movie where you come back late, but it doesn't go overnight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we still usually don't leave for any kind of bedtimes. I've, I, we've been out late enough where they've fallen asleep, but like we, we don't you know, go out and have them put themselves to sleep 
So I would say to to leave for overnight, yeah, you it would probably have to be one eighteen year old. You got to have someone that is an adult. When the police show up, someone that is able to take responsibility. Man, and have you done? Have you ventured down this we, very much, Mike? We've recently started doing like the like an hour or so, maybe a lunch here or there. But it, and it's it's not an age. It's 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 the youngest. When can they function and and I mean, look, iPads are pretty good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you put the kid on an iPad, they will lock in usually and then just be right there when, when you get home. But it's it's an interesting world because I think back to when I was a child and the restrictions of like just the, the way that I lived as a kid. I mean, this is, you know, it's a little bit different of you being home alone, but it's like, I would go out on my bike and cross, like, jaywalk a main road. For sure. When I was, like, seven <laughs> years old on a bike with no helmet and no pads. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm like my nine-year-old, stay home alone for an hour? I would never. The doors <laughs> are all sealed. It's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, we're getting weak. We're getting weak <laughs> for sure. Uh, but speaking of the iPad thing, I think this is a real problem for my youngest because you're right. It's all about the youngest, right? When can you leave the youngest? And my youngest asks me almost every single day. To leave? If Yes. She's like, <laughs> you and mommy should do a date night. Because he wants Because he just wants He knows when we're gone. He gets unlimited. He's going to bounce around from TV to VR to Xbox, oh whatever gosh. he wants. And we can't do anything about it. So he is always, oh, man. always You look like chilling. you could use a date night, Dad. He, he plays us off one another. He'll go talk to Mommy and be like. Oh, my God. I mean, pretty soon he's going to be making us dinner reservations. Does that, does that happen when he hits his limit on the iPad? Like that's yeah, the moment? Time. Yeah, exactly. When screen time <laughs> kicks off, he comes running. Like, <laughs> You go, you really should go out to dinner tonight. I have I have this memory of being left home alone with my my little brother, and legitimately every time they'd leave for for some small period of time, we would move all the furniture in the living room, put pillows on our hands, and have boxing matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what we did when they left because it was like okay, nobody's here to tell us not to move anything. So they left you too young. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, we survived. All right, Noah from Patreon. I just got married and I'm having some trouble with my new in-laws. They're always dropping by unannounced. Ooh, and staying for long periods of time. Mm. Oh, mercy. I've Mm. tried talking to my wife about it, but she's too embarrassed to confront them. How can I help my wife get her parents to stop overstaying their welcome? Well, there's only, you got one thing you can do here. It's very easy. It's a super easy, it's one thing. Move. Yeah, you're moving out of state. I mean, it's like 100%. We were both lockstep there. Yeah, Zillow.com. You, wow. you got to get to the distance where an un, you don't have to go out of state. You can get to a an uncomfortable distance. Although, uh, if you do that, then they're staying longer. They, yep, I, you've created a bigger problem. Yeah, you're going to need it, – if it's not two hours, if it's not a two-hour drive – because two hours, I think, is where they're not going to come unannounced. They're not going to – can't there, pop There's in. a, there's a risk of, oh, in? they're not there. You know, so you've got you've to have um, – uh, that planned out have any of you ever had to have this kind of conversation with somebody mm, not not like this no but if i did i mean i I'm, I'm grateful that like we in our marriage we both like our in-laws we've got good parents and there's never been a problem there but i can super 
easily realize a situation where the ding dong what someone just showed up i mean that would that would anger me more than i i can't imagine anything that would upset me like that if i didn't like in-laws if and it was they just sh- a drop off of something but if oh, you're yeah. if you're coming in and then it's like there's no end that's awkward. We got plans. We got things to do. I had an expectation of what tonight was. You can't ding dong into my evening and say, I'm, "Don't I'm, ding dong into my evening." I'm your plans. That, you can't do that. That's illegal. And so I understand not wanting to confront your parents, which is why moving is the only option. But there is good news here. Sometimes people are afraid to go look at that next big job. To look at saying, I want to take my career to the next level. It's going to take some kind of move. You have freedom now. You have a reason. Okay. Go to those job board sites and you find yourself a big upgrade in life because you're going to need that excuse. These in-laws are Can very you, pushy. But see, here's a little bit of a, a trap door in your plan. In-laws, there's a chance they're retired. Oh, no, they move? You get the job. You put the whole plan in it and they're like, you know what? I love it where you're moving. Yeah, you guys are running. You got how do you, how could you actually treat this problem? Uh, I mean, uh, you order movie tickets for twenty minutes from the time you hear the doorbell every single time. Yeah, that's that's a good one. To, to or me, dinner reservations. My first thought was, lights off don't make a sound. <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm I am making sure I park in the garage every time. And worst case scenario, if they're gonna be opening the door, coming in through a window, I was taking a nap. I was taking a nap. I was. That's why the lights okay, were well, off. Let me let me flip it. It's not. You're not home. You arrive home from work or wherever it was you were, and now they're there. Oh, when I see that car outside, I'm driving right <laughs> all past, brother. That's that's you've one done of those, that move before. I have done that move. Yeah, you I, live in a cul-de-sac, so that one's got to be really entertaining. That, that was the just, full circle. You just keep on riding, and you're right back out that neighborhood. I mean, if you arrive home. <laughs> And that car that's unexpected and unwanted is in your driveway. You got two options: you roll, you just roll on by and keep moving, or you grin and bear it and you go inside and you go, "Man, I hope I'm at the end of this thing." And here's the truth: you aren't. You are not. You're resetting the timeline in those situations. It starts right now. Have you uh, been in that boat where people come over and visit and they invite themselves over for dinner? Have you ever had that? Because I, I, I what do you do? Of, you know, it's like you're getting towards dinner time. And the person, like, how do you usher somebody out when you want to eat? Or do you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and hope that they leave before dinner? Yeah, I mean, usually I don't think those people like and like ask, oh, can I eat at dinner? They just stay. And then it's dinner time. And it's like. So they're a part of dinner at that yeah, point. Yeah, they're just a part of dinner at that point. You're So order more, cook more. I mean. At some point, you have to just turn the dial from unhappy to happy and say, we're having a party here. So that's that oh, is it's a mental decision. There is, you go. That is the other side of this here. You're, I would you, love it if you got the party hats out at that moment every single time they're over. You just got to find something with your in-laws that you absolutely love together. You've you got to scratch a claw and find it. You find Sellers of Catan. Man, it just turns out you all love that game. So when they come over. It's Ellers Catan time. It's poker or time. It's you become too overwhelming for them. Next level. Ask for money. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Done. Ask for money. That's- I've been thank you for, I'm glad you guys are here. 
I've been meaning to at, talk to you about a business opportunity. Start selling that, those. Start selling the uh, the MLMs, oils. That, yeah, M- every MLM you every can get MLM, into. Every MLM, they will get out. That's it. Or you're making money. It's either one. No, that that is the legit answer. Is you that like, we did it? You either, you either MLM or you be like, I I hate to do this, but <laughs> things have been a little bit tight. Yes, and we've got you know this expense coming up. And That's right. Let me talk to you about Avon. Yeah. Oh, no, just I, we we really need some help. We just need five hundred dollars. Yeah. Just five hundred. No, you got to make it in cash. Amount. You got to make it. A, the AC is going out K. again. This is a couple K. Actually, and either way, I mean, I you don't, either get a couple thousand. Yeah, you get well, paid for your time. That's why I put it at five hundred. <laughs> because if you keep doing this and you just think, "Oh, good, the in-laws are here," we get another five hundred bucks. Oh man, you, you make it something they'll actually do. And either way, you're you're right. We solved it. It's money. That's great. That's great. That means that we don't have to go to a last resort, which was going to be, you know, some divorce, of the Home Alone style traps around the front door. <laughs> so, all right, into the draft we go. The Spitballers Draft. All right, this draft is... uh, Butter, butter, butter. Bread and butter right here. Mm. Fast foods to put butter on. I'll start with butter. Butter is one of the best foods to put butter on. Mike, though, gets the first pick, Jason, so you can't go with butter. I'm sorry. Okay, I told you what the 101 is, Mike. Butter on butter? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I, I, I don't know if there's a clear 101 pick. But I'm just, I'll just start it off. I'm going to go with popcorn. Okay. Popcorn. So There's, you, you're uh, 100% of the time you go to the theater, you're getting some butter on that thing. Well, it, it, yeah. It, I'm, I'll go cheese sometimes, but it's like butter. It, it, popcorn needs something on it. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, usually I like the powders. Butter. You like butter but powder? Even, I like even the powders. With, even with the powders, you're buttering, right? <laughs> no. What? No, I never butter. Jace, the tone of your voice was so. It's like, like I have. I have committed a a concerned friend that you're like you're, my friend is is about I, to enter a a world of trouble that they cannot return from. I, you you put the but you put the butter on right. I honestly think that Andy is either lying <laughs> or is about to have a great uh, experience in his life. Of realizing that those powders, which are great, can be improved with butter. <laughs> Start with butter, the liquid butter, okay? And it doesn't matter which way you're going. You want kettle corn? You want sweet? That's great. Oh, you butter but, the kettle corn. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. You're a man who's known for, boom. Yeah. Flavicol. Flavicol. Does that the, include butter, too? Oh, yeah. That's the salt. No, I know. That's my point. I thought he just put the Flavicol on. No, oh. never. You butter? And then it, you... It needs something to stick to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Just try it out. Just try it out for me. You'll come back and you'll be like, thank you, Jason. I just don't like... I don't know what happened. The, the the butter is not butter, first of all, when you go to those theaters. Well, You're not getting it's butter. margarine. You're getting some kind of... Something that's called like butter spread or something. Yeah, buttery sauce. It's it, Yeah. Like when you get the ranch sauce, it's not ranch dressing. It's just ranch mm. sauce. Contains so I just, butter. I just moved to the ranch powder and I... Look, it's not... The the sodium the amount of sodium I'm getting is enough. Yeah, it is. But you need butter. All so right. So you went with popcorn. It was definitely on the list. Uh, there was a one on one. I th- I thought popcorn was going to be mine because I thought that was going to get number two. I mean, th- this is literally the phrase is bread and butter, baby. Yeah. I mean, I don't want bread without butter. Who eats just bread with no butter on it? That's fair. If it's just bread, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, you got to put something on it. So you just want bread. I mean, yeah. that's that's fair. It's it's very like. 
plain Jane on yeah, a draft pick. Yeah, I mean it's it like doesn't pop. The number one thing when 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 a restaurant says, "Would you like some bread?" You say yes. Yeah. They don't bring you just bread because no. they're not idiots. They bring you bread and butter because it, butter goes on. It bread. is interesting that just thinking about it, like when you order breakfast food at a restaurant and you get toast, it will come with butter on it. They'll put the butter on it beforehand. Yeah. Never before at a restaurant have I received a bowl, oh, man. a bowl full of rolls that are pre-buttered. I would love that. I, Rest- would, lo- I would love it. Restaurants, butter my bread. Let me Brut- ask, I know this is a butter draft, but we're, we're, we're talking bread. Do you want? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. We got to go back because what all you did, what did was do? you said. Bruh. <laughs> It was like you started something. I was something. starting to say butter my bread, and it came out brutter, and then I stopped. It was Bru- like my brother. <laughs> and you let it go. I, so I was going to move on, man. We started moving on, but I was like, wait. You just went brrrp. <laughs> it was so extreme. It we made, both needed time to process yeah, what I was going to say butter my bread. Oh. But, you just went, but it Bru- came out brutter. Bru- <laughs> um, All right. All right well, we're, now saying, um, we're talking butter. Do you prefer... The butter with the bread or the olive oil, the oil. Uh, oh, oil and vinegar? Love no, not oil. Oil and uh, balsamic. Balsamic. Yeah, yeah with it's the, vinegar. With balsamic <laughs> vinegar. I've never heard it. But when it comes, they're not like, do you want oil and vinegar? They said, do you want oil and balsamic? Which is a yeah, short is a yes. of balsamic vinegar. I so, just, I've never heard it phrased okay, that way. Okay, okay. Well, Prop! To, 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 be fair, to be fair to Mike on that one. Because it's a specific vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, it's, it's not just vinegar. It's yeah. balsamic vinegar, which has a completely... <laughs> could you imagine if they just was, brought normal straight vinegar? It, yeah, but I mean, that's the only, it's the edible vinegar is balsamic. That's just the normal vinegar you like, eat. A, if they brought apple cider vinegar and oil, that'd be disgusting. Um... It's probably delicious. No, but. it's not disgusting. It's a it's a dressing. Apple cider vinegar and, and oil, olive oil, shooken together is put on dressing. Um, to, answer, <laughs> <laughs> to answer the question, uh, I, I love me some uh, oil and uh, balsamic vinegar and okay. bread, but nowhere near as you much butter? as butter. Okay. All right. Well, look, I am um, I'm in a position to draft two two players for this draft, and uh, I'm I'm going with a dynamic duo. I'm going with a. I know I'm, one of yours. I'm going with a combination. And they're both, yeah, I know. That's, that, are, that are, you know what I'm doing. Yeah, yes. we know. I'm going pancakes and waffles. Yeah. Pancakes yep. and waffles. Yep. Now, Mm-mm-mm. let me color in your picks for you. Thank you. When we go to a restaurant like the Cracker Barrel and we get Mama's French Toast, and they bring you so much butter. When they bring that out, mm-hmm. they bring more butter than can be used. And Andy says, can I get a couple more of these? Not a joke. And you get like three or four yeah. of the- And you mash those into that, that syrup. and mm, mm, You, mm, you mm, get mm, three or four of the little black ramekins, each one with its ice cream scoop sized thing of butter. He will use all of it. I mocked you for a while on this because this wasn't a one-time occurrence. This wasn't every time that the mama's French toast were coming occurrence. But then one day, you didn't eat all your mama's French toast. You slid that plate over to me. Oh, 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 and what did you think? I mean, it was it was unbelievable. A real um, eye-opening, light, moment eye-opening artery closing uh, yeah. moment yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. That syrup has never been thicker or more delicious. I, I think that the pancakes and waffles, I can't even imagine eating them without butter. Nice like I've, had, I've eaten a roll without butter. It's okay. 
You, a, you, you can't do a, a waffle with just syrup, syrup? only. Yeah. A naked waffle? No. I could do it, but it's nowhere near. Clothed as good. in butter. All right, my uh, Jason, you're back. All right, I'm back on. I'm gonna go with one of my favorite things, and when I order this favorite thing, I almost always look at the menu and say, "Do you have some kind of butter or special butter to put on this?" It's a steak. Yep. It was. I mean, it was gonna be my next pick. I want first of all my steaks cooked in butter, but I want a butter on top. I'm really. Telling, oh, you're just talking yeah. about a liquid butter kind of poured on top. Yes. In fact. The best way to do it if you're at home, you slice like right through the stick of butter. You take that little slice of butter that's probably about almost a tablespoon. About 600 calories. And you, oh, yeah. And you put it right on top of a piping hot steak. And you just let it melt on there? leave it there. Baby. See, I think I, I may have experienced too little butter in my steak life. Oh, you should rectify that. So uh, did you involve a lot of butter when you, uh, you cooked us those Wagyu? Yes, a lot of butter. Because those were really good. Yeah, thank you. Mike, couple picks for you. Yes. Yeah, steak was going to be the next pick. So oh, it's not it. anymore. No, no, it is not. Not love on my list, but we'll start off here. We'll just let's go with some noodles because some buttered noodles in your life okay. is, is uh, I've, slightly I've, underrated again. I was going to say I've, I've found in, in as elder statesman that – I never want buttered noodles. And yet, if I sat down to eat and someone put buttered noodles in front of me, I'd go, eh, all right. And then you start eating the buttered noodles and you go, oh, yeah, I remember I remember why I like this so much as a child because it's noodles covered in butter. And it's, okay. just, it's just a delicious thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple dish. Yes, yes, very, very simple, but it gets the job done. It's delicious. And then I... How much corn do I want in my life? <laughs> uh, no popcorn. I'm gonna go you want regular corn. Is that what you're going with? Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna go biscuits. Oh, I will. Okay. I will take the biscuits because oh, Jason fist bumps because oh, yeah. he's got something coming back. I, I have no idea what it could possibly be. Uh, but a biscuit is that's impossible. Like a biscuit, you literally cannot eat. Without oh no, butter. you you would not be able to chew. You'll it. die. Uh, it's a health hazard. I am. I'm really sad because I know what Jason's taking, and I mean, it's just sitting there as the under-drafted pick of the the entire draft. I I, I hope it is the case. I, I still I think I will get a variant. I will say this: I have three of my top four picks. Okay, coming to me already here. I'm taking corn on the cob. Yeah, that, I let it go back. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, if you don't know how to butter a corn on the cob. You take a stick of butter, mm -hmm. you put the little things in the corn on the cob, you know, the little holders, holders, and you just roll it on the butter. You just you that just is correct. Roll it until that. Do we have that it, uh, the correct sound? Do we have that? Yeah, thank yeah. you. You roll it until you can't see the differentiation between each kernel of corn. That anymore. is correct. The you're, butter like, fills the hole. You're whole trying to thing like in. like when you're like grouting tile. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mush it in there. Best grout you can. those arteries. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, that's not the pick I thought you were going with. So that will make life. I, I didn't. I'm surprised. That will like make life really easy for that me. You're so excited for corn on the cob, dude. Because corn on the cob is okay. Yeah. But corn on the cob rolled in butter is outstanding. It's it's okay. it's one of those things, kind of like biscuits, where it's like the the with and without a steak sure. without butter. You oh, it's pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, um yeah no okay. I mean, corn on the cob is great. I would never eat it without butter. I'm not a heathen. I am going to have a very interesting draft today. 
because I went with the dynamic duo of pancakes and waffles. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to come right back with another dynamic duo. Mashed potatoes and baked potatoes, baby. Uh, yeah. that's what They're I wrote coming down. I back. I thought for sure you were going baked potato. So I, I'm gonna, I'm living life here. Baked potato. I, in some ways, I feel like the baked potato. It's more crucial because a lot of times the mashed potatoes have it already in there. Obviously, right? Sure. Like, but it is an ingredient that goes into the mashed potatoes. A baked potato, you can go sour cream only. It's a lot like the biscuits thing to me. You put sour I feel cream like, on your biscuits? No. no. <laughs> I feel like I need it to be able to chew that potato. I need some butter involved in the equation. Now, I've never used the amount of sour cream that would be necessary to do what you're talking about, Mike. But maybe it would work. Okay. But yeah, I've got I've got two beautiful pairs of butter buddies. Yeah. They are that's for very, sure. very nice. And they and they're both so similar to one another and yet completely independent picks now are you uh are you on team mashed potato over baked potato i am on team mashed potato over Mike? baked potato um ma mashed potatoes are just so much easier but i feel like you know like if if, if easier both, to eat yes harder yeah. to make oh yeah but no I'm, I'm i'm not making either of these things <laughs> i mean like it, making well making a baked potato also takes what for five hours yes five I hours five to that 12 is correct hours. at 500 degrees in in the oven and then maybe it's about halfway done. Like if it's if it's properly prepared with everything on it. That is a man who has tried to make baked potatoes <laughs> before. Because the only it's, people who will really get this joke impossible. is anyone who's ever tried to make a baked potato. You could put it in there forever. Yeah. At whatever what's the highest your oven goes? Do that. Go on a vacation. Come back. It's cut almost it. ready. It's almost ready. Just a couple more days. I yes. ate a lot of undercooked baked potatoes growing up. Yeah, of course, yeah, because no one has enough time for that. By the like, by the time eventually you got to eat your dinner. <laughs> if you've decided you want a baked potato, you need to plan days in advance. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Jason and Mike, you have your final picks. I'm very content with my butter team. Jason has bread, steak, and corn on the cob. I'm a little upset here. Now, were you going to a potato uh, world? Oh, uh, I very much wished for baked potato to come back. If ba if I could have steak, baked potato, buttered bread, and corn on the cob, I mean, uh, I'm sitting pretty. The problem is we're running out of potatoes. The, the, the things that I think I have to have uh, butter on that I associate it with. There's a couple of things that it certainly improves, um, and I'm I'm staring those things down. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different direction here uh -oh. um you might think an anti-jason direction but the reality here he's going to a vegetable i'm I am. oh my gosh i what? am i'm going vegetable alert i'm going sauteed vegetables like wow. when you uh can that is what when you could transform broccoli cauliflower carrots into a delicious side dish that means you used so much butter that you're out of butter now because it was right. all of it. And you really can. If you haven't experienced uh, vegetable butter soup, then you haven't really eaten <laughs> your vegetables the right way. Okay. All right. No, I, I respect the pick. Really nice fourth pick. Thank you. All right. The I guess so with the, the fourth pick here, it's so weird because I think maybe it's an inferior product because of the of putting butter on it compared to the pancakes and the waffles but yet it's it is the best breakfast item wait you took pancakes and waffles yeah you bet i did 
I, I know where you're going. Well, I thought, yeah, I'll, so I will. I'll close the draft with French toast. Yeah, that's what I thought. He, I thought he got pancakes and French toast because French toast is when you rank the three of them, all delicious. No shame in the game of the other two, but French toast is just king. It's just better. Here, here's what I'll say. Uh, I I certainly wasn't going to live in the world of drafting all three of them. Although I, I, I don't mind to. that world at all. You can get by with French toast without the butter. Interesting. Now I would never do it. I'm not again. I mean, and replaced with just syrup? No, powdered sugar. Okay. The powdered sugar powder. can play a very key role in in kind of distracting your body from the lack of butter. And you could you could top it with some fruit or something, and it's like, oh, where's the butter? Oh, I don't care. But then again, you have a health hazard if you go powdered sugar with no wetness to to keep it you in have there. To have the syrup. You're taking the breath and you're choking yeah, on the powdered yeah. sugar. You have to have the syrup. You on. have to have the syrup. I'm not talking just plain. Yeah, otherwise you're gonna. But breathe. you can still inhale it. Yes, <laughs> in all circumstances, you can inhale powdered sugar. It is very easy to do. I don't know why, but um, we've got an official Brooks ruling: waffles greater sign pancake greater sign French toast. Wow, Ooh. that's a hot take, Brooks. Which oh, has, yeah. which has the widest outcomes? You know, like you can have uh, like mashed potatoes, for example. People who can make them good, chunky, all this stuff. Waffles have the widest outcome. You can be from a Belgian waffle to a Waffle House waffle to an Eggo waffle. They're completely but different products. Which, which is more likely to get like a bad draw? Like I feel like French toast, you can get it soggy. Yeah. You can get it the wrong size or shape. Or... Uh, French toast is the most difficult to make. All right. Uh, popcorn. Gives it the best top at the, uh, the yeah. tippy top. Uh, well, Mike well has said. the yeah. best top Blah! tippy top. <laughs> Blur. <laughs> I ran out of words. Mike had popcorn noodles, biscuits, and French toast. Jason has bread, steak, corn on the cob. Very nice meal combination with some sauteed vegetables on the side. There you go. Um, I, I got pancakes and waffles, and then I got mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. I had strongly considered. I I didn't think French toast would make it back, uh, but we but Vegetable Boy over here, yeah, made, made some dreams come true. I've uh, got a lot of other then, options here. Well, my. My sleeper sneaky pick at the end was more just to help help educate people because I don't know if everyone does it, uh, but it, it's a bread variant. But banana bread, oh, it oh. has to you has to have butter. Oh. If you if you are to. not putting butter on your banana bread, you are yeah you're, you are missing. You're living in out. an attic, man, and you have to heat it. You have to <laughs> heat sure? it. Oh, sure. So fundamentally true. But just say like excellent point. I feel like that's it's not always a. A, a shoe in that you're gonna get butter with the banana bread. That would have been a pick that gets avoided because banana bread is not as common as these other things. But if you have banana bread, you better have butter on it. It amplifies everything. I had uh, I, I wasn't sure what bread would encompass. Right. I feel like it kind of ruined a bunch mm, of good. potential picks. Good, it was a great pick. But obviously, toast, English muffins, English muffins, crescent rolls. Yeah, yeah that's what. Counts. And cornbread. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those, those would be all good. I, honey I, on there, too. I yeah, certainly yeah. have the English muffins. I also have bagels. Bagels yeah, with butter. Yeah, American great. muffins. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> the one that I wanted to draft that I didn't because it, it certainly makes it way, way better, but it's also more rare, is hamburger buns when you toast them. Oh, sure. You, you know what I mean? You put a little butter on there, throw it on a griddle, take it off. Your hamburger is way better. Is it worth the time? Oh, Cause, yes. Because you yes. really got it. You got to go there. I feel like that's been a challenge for me is I want to eat the piping hot burger, but then I got to go toast the buns. I yeah, don't, never know if it's worth it. You got to time it. it up. Every time I skip the toast of the bun or like if I'm making a tortilla based meal and I'm like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to oil up the pan and then kind of, you know, it's still grill. Worth it. And like, you're like, nope, 
It's every time. Every time you skip it, you you feel bad about it. One thing I've learned from my recent escapades in baking things is how much butter is in baking things. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. think I realize That's... how much butter just goes into making. No wonder they taste so good. Say so the difference between what you do at home and the cooking in the restaurant is about five sticks of butter. Also, uh, PSA, um, and this is a shout out to my uh, stepmother. Um, don't ever buy unsalted butter ever for okay. any reason if the recipe calls for unsalted butter th first of all throw that recipe in the garbage really what? i feel like i've you had just salt it we just talked about you this i feel like i've had stuff with salted butter and i'm like it's this yeah is too salty. you need to use unsalted and then some kosher salt this is the last show we ever you're did. just trying to <laughs> this is the last show i feel like you just said just keep putting more salt in things 230 episodes we had a good run salted you this this is from two gentlemen who have not actually put unsalted butter on anything in their actual lives. Yes. No. I'm not talking. Don't yes. believe it. You don't can't it. put unsalted as a topping, but you can certainly use it to bake. If you put enough salt in, yeah, sure. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> All right, we are done. What did we learn today? I just learned I'm doing a show with two psychopaths <laughs> who think unsalted butter is okay. Hey, we didn't drop vegetables, loser. Um, I am going to say that I learned that I can just randomly scream on the show and get away with it. <laughs> Uh, I learned that Andy has not fully thought of the repercussions of a human being watching everything they do in their home. What if it was a blind person? Well, then they can't see you. Yeah, I'd feel a lot better. That's about a lot that. better. Yeah. But they will have heard. All right. <laughs> everything. See you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.